0: Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Inside 18 Yards, the football podcast. I am your host Jim George (laughs) and it's over. The international break is finally over. It feels like it's been a month or two months since the last club match took place. But at the same time, it's been quite eventful to say the least during the international break. While well, it's easy to assume the biggest news coming out from the international break would be Cristiano Ronaldo's brace against the Republic of Ireland that took him past Ali Dai's international goal scoring records, it's not. It's not Holland's incredible display for Norway during the matches. It's not Harry Kane's goal scoring run for England either. All the positives and it's the negatives that are controlling the headlines. The fiasco between the Brazilian FA primarily amongst a few other countries including Mexico, the Premier League and FIFA. Everybody is involved regarding a five-day ban on the Brazilian Premier League players that were called up but had to be dropped due to UK quarantine regulations. This comes on the back of the Brazil vs Argentina international match having been suspended after the Brazilian health authorities stormed onto the pitch to deport Emiliano Martinez, Giovanni Lo and Christian Romero 5 minutes after the start of the match. Why? Because they entered from the UK without quarantining. The fun fact is that they were in Brazil two days before the match training and the authorities didn't find the need to deport anybody back then. The entire issue it's apparently a heads-on coalition between the Brazilian government and the Brazilian health officials, according to uh, different sources. I might be wrong, I hope I'm wrong, but it's not either of them that were affected. It was football that suffered because, more precisely, South American football. The latest news coming out from Brazilian FA is that they've asked FIFA to issue Article 5 on the players that have missed international duty. These players include Rafinha, Fabinho, Roberto Firmino, Alison, Ederson, Gabriel Jesus, Thiago Silva, and Fred. All of them will miss game week 4. And maybe even their Champions League matches for Fred and Thiago Silva who both have matches on the 14th. This is because under FIFA law, players not released to their respective countries can be banned for 5 days after the international window ends. And that period spans from September 10, one day before game week 4 starts, and it ends on September 14th, which is the first day of the Champions League legs. So, this is such, I, I, I don't even know how, what to call it because it's not just the Brazilian FA, the Mexican FA has also issued uh, a statement regarding this. They've asked for to do the same thing regarding uh, Raul Jimenez. Uh, Miguel Almiron has been affected by the same issue as well. So it's kind of hard to understand where these countries are coming from because it's not like they haven't had players or anything like that. Brazil had an entire team waiting over there to play their match and it was Brazil that threw away the Argentinian players that had come to play the match for, for and I repeat for coming from UK and not quarantining. Okay, So they're asking their Brazilian players to come from UK and they have the opportunity to play and apparently have exemptions, but at the same time, they would not grant those exemptions to the Argentinian players that reach there. How hypocritical can the Brazilian FA be? At the same time, they've also told that Everton's Richardson is apparently exempted from this because uh, they've had good relations with Everton, the Everton uh, board apparently sent out uh, Richarlison for the Brazilian Olympics team when they did not have to, but they did send him out. So it's a gesture of goodwill. So I remember a dialogue told by Messi a few years back during the Copa America. 2019, if I'm not mistaken, calling the Brazilian FA corrupt. And I'm not telling that they are corrupt, but this could entirely give an idea that they might be corrupt. It's such an egotistical and hypocritical move for them to do. There is absolutely no need for them to make such a big issue out of this. I can understand when, uh, you know, Mexico does it with Raul Jimenez because Jimenez is an important player for them. At the same time, I'm not calling all of these players that Brazil could not get unimportant. It's just that they've had replacements, like-for-like replacements in their team for the international window and they chose not to play the match. They... Chose to run Argentinian players out of the country and then they go and do this. We'll have to wait and watch what the Premier League does, because as of now, it seems like they have to follow it, there's no other way. Because if they chose to field any of these ineligible players, they would eventually have to give up their match 3-0. So they'll forfeit the match. It's not clear as to what they would do in case two teams facing each other would field ineligible players. For example, the Game Week 4 match between Leeds United and Liverpool, they both have players that are considered ineligible. So a wait and watch regarding what happens, it's... It's madness. It's serious madness that's going on in football right now. Another negative news, I guess. I'm not trying to be negative, but it's just that a lot of negative news is in the footballing world at the moment. So apparently League 1 has taken action on incidents that took place uh, during the Nice vs. Marseille match on August 22nd. If you haven't watched that entire situation that unfolded during the latter stages of the match, it was horrible. It was really horrible. All the fans started running onto the pitch. They started attacking the players. It was horrible to watch. And the League 1 has decided to detect two points uh, from Nice. And Olympic Marseille's Alvaro Gonzalez has been banned for two games. Dimitri Pae, who probably could be the person that they were targeting, the fans were targeting, uh, gets suspended with a one-match ban. The Olympic Marseille f- physio gets banned until June, for punching one of the fans that tried attacking their players. And the entire match will be replayed without fans, so the French League has been going through a lot of things of their own. I can't tell this enough, but this week has been madness. So now let's move on to some of the injury news coming out from the international window. Let's start with Manchester City. With Ederson ineligible to play and Sac-Stefan in quarantine due to COVID-19, it seems like Scott Carson, the number three goalkeeper, is probably going to start in between the sticks for City during their game week for Clash. And it's not very often that you see Scott Carson play, but I'm looking forward to, you know, the match and how he deals with it. Pep could swerve us all and play even Kyle Walker at goalkeeper. I mean, he has done it and he has actually managed to hold off the opposition team. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pep Guardiola does that either. Um, With Chelsea, it seems like Christian Pulisic has had another ankle injury and I feel sad telling another because ever since he came to Chelsea it seems like injuries has hampered his progress and with the arrival of Lukaku it seems like he's going down and down the pecking order of attackers so it's sad to watch. With Southampton it looks like Shane Long might be the only person missing out. Uh, He had a positive test for COVID, so uh, he's under isolation. When it comes to Arsenal, it's positive news and let's be honest, Arsenal need some positive news. Gabriel, Eddie Enquetia, Thomas Pate and Ben White have all returned to training and will be available for selection. Granit Saka is suspended after his red card against Manchester City and El Elneny will be out for a week or two at least. So it's... They'll have to wait and see because a lot of players still haven't returned from international duty yet. Uh, so they will be assessed upon returning. And most likely an entire friend line will be available for their match against Norwich City it comes as an important point of time for Mikel Arteta's side because they've lost all three of their matches and not just fought and lost, they've been humiliated by Brentford by Chelsea and finally by Manchester City and while you can argue that Manchester City and Chelsea are good teams they didn't look like they could score even against Brentford who was a newly promoted side so (laughs) It's going to be quite an interesting few weeks for Atleta. I wouldn't be surprised if he got sacked within a week. (laughs) Maybe even two weeks. Uh, But yeah, they might give him a few more weeks. Personally, I don't see why he's still the coach. So, yeah. Everton has confirmed that Seamus Coleman has undergone a hamstring injury. He's back in... Physio, So we'll see how it progresses. I personally don't think he's going to be available for selection uh, for Game Week 4. But we'll have to wait and hear uh, Rafa Benitez's press conference. Maybe. Just maybe. Barcelona's Serginho Dest. Borussia Dortmund's Gio Reyna. Manchester City's Sack Stefan, And uh, Juventus's Western McKinney have all been injured or taken out of their national teams just before uh, their final match. Dest and Giorena went through injuries just before Pulisic had his injury as well. Uh, but Weston McKinney, uh, it's more complicated. He was sent home after apparently he broke COVID-19 protocols. And if you haven't heard of that yet, I suggest you don't because you'll probably lose any, if any, impression you've had on Weston McKinney. He is young, so I wouldn't be surprised if you learned from his mistake. But his attitude so far towards his teams haven't been the best. It's going to be a rough few weeks for him. Liverpool's Harvey Elliott seems to be injured with the... Midfielder being dropped out of the England under 21 squad a midweek itself, so he has had a few days to recover. We'll have to wait and see that as well. I think I've covered a lot of the topics uh, that I plan to do. It's been a hectic week and a half, especially since its international window, bear in mind there is another international window just around the corner, October, there is another international window happening and this entire fiasco might repeat then as well, so it's, it's good if you are a journalist, because great you're getting news but at the same time watching it as a football fan seems very hard because every single decision uh, seems to be revolving around politics more than it is about the sports and performance so yeah i i, I have absolutely no idea what else to say uh, i hope to make more episodes soon it's been a week and I hope to get more episodes out, you know, sooner rather than later. Anyways, this is Jim Josh signing out. And until I have a catchphrase, goodbye.